0: Church boys. So, be, be, uh, uh, there is a, better than even odds that this computer is going to wind up out Go the window before it. the before the end of this program. I uh, am please please continue
1: running tech for our show because every show starts like this. Right. Um,
0: this so, is what so happens you, when
1: you're a professional. <laughs> yes, we are. Pro- Wait, no, I'm sorry. This is. Well, let me get, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. I was going to say this is what you could expect from. You were gonna I'm say stopping. you
0: were gonna say the R ter- the R word, weren't you? No, I wasn't. You were. Why would I say you...
1: that? I'm a Christian. How oh. would you say that?
2: Hey, uh, let me change the subject quickly. We have <laughs> uh, we have our real names tonight, all underneath uh, on the video. If anybody wants to see our secret
0: real names, what are you drinking, Chris? Out of that, it's just water. My wife is. What's that? Um, it's it's tank. A little, no, it's a little. It's not Tang, and it's not red drink. It's, <laughs> Shirley Temple. Oh, it's, is
1: it like the sugarless one that probably gives you a booty cancer? No,
0: no, it's a little squeeze bottle, just flavoring. It's like a mio or something. I don't know if it's Starbucks. Right, there's squeeze, oh, yeah. it squeezes like a couple drops, and it's just flavoring for the water. That's well, all I right. don't drink that.
1: I don't drink that because I'm a man, but I would understand how you'd get that from your wife. Yeah, um, so I don't think
2: Tony Evans would drink that later. but We can talk about that <laughs> here. We will get Tony Evans domesticated,
1: <laughs> If you could barely, imagine that. Barely. Um, all, right, All so, right. What do we oh, got? So today? We're already <laughs> unhinged. We're it already unhinged. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Um, um,
0: so we were talking about uh, before we got rudely interrupted by ourselves. Uh, sleepy Joe, sleepy crazy Joe. What's it, what, is, yes. what is what is what is the, what's Trump's name for for Biden? I can't remember. It was sleepy Joe. Are you I sure? Think it's there's sleepy. a series it's kind of, them. of them. Well, I mean, okay, I'm looking it up. Crazy because... Joe, Trump nickname. Look up Trump nicknames for Joe Biden. Because okay. it's hysterical. And this um, listen, as much as I, I, am gonna. Sleepy Joe was the one. I'm looking. Okay. That was. As much as I love to to mock to. There to is a Wikipedia else, page
2: of list of nicknames nicknames used by okay, Donald Trump. Okay,
0: so no Before we get into which Sleepy, is amazing. Before we get into Sleepy Joe, why don't you read some of those? Because I, there are too many for us to remember.
2: Okay, so here's just a few names that um, it looks like that he has called him. He's called him the 1%.
0: The
2: 1%. Uh, China Joe, Corrupt Joe, Crazy Joe, Sleepy Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: might have a new favorite.
2: Qu- quid Pro Joe, and Very Slow Sleepy. <laughs> <There's> so- <laughs>
1: Very <laughs> my favorite part of the week was the fact that joe biden oh. ca- emerged from his cocoon oh, and my goodness every time he opens his mouth it gets worse from oh, the time before it's not good. i mean and obviously trump's always crazy but they're now there's both they're both going oh, and they're not the monkeys Remember the monkeys that had the symbols that would just go crazy? Like I feel like that's what it's <laughs> like. Except they're not bouncing in the right direction. They're all over the place.
2: I will say that his best names are for Richard uh, Blumenthal, but I'm going to not read those.
0: Are they, maybe are they that bad? Slightly inappropriate plays off the name Richard. I
2: think perhaps? that I will not read those. I think that's where I'm going to leave that it's one. Not Remember like Low like Energy Richard or calling Hillary like Low that. Energy? <laughs> uh,
1: my favorite. Well... I mean, his his names are very entertaining. We, we can are. say but, but we in. have to fuck about
0: Joe. We have to okay, talk about we do. Joe. Yeah. So, Billy, so, <laughs> what? When you, you can't texted, get when it, you texted me this this week, when 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 this clip came out with with Errol, what's his name, Barnett? Uh, Errol Barnett. Yeah, yeah. You go. This is a friend of mine, and this clip has been <laughs> everywhere. It is. Oh yeah. It's unbelievable because he's asked about tickets. No to set this up. It's one of my favorites. Right, to set this up. This is a playoff of at least one of these things together, right? <laughs> remember remember Trump was asked about well not even asked. He volunteers this information. This is this is Trump of a few weeks a couple of weeks ago.
3: I said to the doctor, it was Dr. Ronnie Jackson, I said is there some kind of a test? An acuity test and and it was 30 or 35 questions. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult. Uh like a memory question. It's uh, like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV.
0: Okay, so that's just to set it up. That's one of the examples of Trump has frequently talked about having taken these acuity tests, mental acuity tests to to show that he is all there, that he isn't he's not insane. he's not nuts. He's not twenty fifth amendment worthy, all that stuff, right? And which is where we get our favorite one of our favorite lines of all time.
3: Person, woman. <laughs>
0: man <laughs> camera TV okay so that's where that comes from this week that
2: rings in my head isn't
0: it wonderful? I it, isn't
1: it, isn't day, it yes, I often
0: am worried about my own acuity because I can't remember the order
1: I'm like <laughs> is it like, I'm constantly I I thinking about it thing. I'm like how I've done that, do that regularly. I'm like person, woman, and then I stop. I'm like, I don't know what comes after woman. Um, anyway. All right. So he's on, he's on with your friend. Now tell us first before we play this, tell us who Errol is. Who who's who's Errol? So I haven't seen Errol in years, but we were when I was in college, we were we were friends and he worked at Channel One News, which I don't even know if they're still around, but it was like an in high school news network, and high schools would subscribe to it. Yeah. And I think that was like his first news job. And he just has had an amazing
0: career. Did you go to high school as well as college with him or what? No, no, we didn't even go to college together. We
1: met through media, like just things I was doing before college. And when I was in college, when he'd come to New York, we'd hang out, we call, we would catch up. And so we would catch up pretty frequently. And we just, over the years, we, every once in a while, I'll like reach out to him because he's had an amazing career. He's worked for CBS now. I think he was at CNN before that. Um, so he's just had a great career. But I just thought it was so funny watching him interview Biden because it was perfectly, I felt, normal questions and it just went off right. the rails.
0: Now, when you when you got to know Errol, were, was he living in England at the time? No, he was living in the U.S. at the time. I think it might have been
1: Atlanta. All right. Um, Wherever Channel One was at the time. Okay. Um, Maria Munudos was working there then too. So that it was all these people who ended up having great careers after.
0: <laughs> just...
1: Just like you us, really missed
2: now, out following him there, Billy. There, there you go. I should have. Here for you are, and here, here I am on this
1: show. This <laughs> is what happens with, to a failed career. Here you are with um, ones of
0: listeners. Now there you go. Uh, so here, so Errol asks, jumping off the, or jumping off from the um the the, the Trump thing about mental acuity test. Errol asks Joe Biden a very logical question to ask because hasn't Biden talked about how he's smarter than that? He's smarter than Trump, and that the average you know, bear, yeah. Right? something like that and and that he's he'd be willing to go toe to toe with trump both physically and mentally in a debate and whatever i think a cage fight instead of an election would would be a much better idea you know what not so weird to you like uh, anyway you listen you put up a cage you put up a cage fight between these two and guess what happens i vote i will give my vote to the winner (laughs) you
1: actually have a cage match that would be fantastic i I feel like i don't know who would win i'm very (laughs) uncertain the more i think about it well sleepy joe
2: remember that trump had experience on like the wwf circuit like doing stuff there so eating popcorn on the sideline
0: i see i think he could slam a chair on somebody's head i think that joe though i think joe probably has in his background maybe a little bit of boxing but i think like, maybe he tooled mm. around in the bomber's basement. You know, he can he can jab and wave a little bit if he wants. Does he, he to. remember the move? But see, that's, that's the, the problem. He's weak now and he won't remember the move. He'll we flop all? around. But I imagine Trump being a little tougher and going after and being aggressive and just kind of fighting like this, you know?
1: Person, so, woman. And again, I don't know what comes
2: after that. Person, woman, but I'm man, sure camera, <laughs> TV. All right, so play the play person the clip here. Woman,
0: man. Not that one. Camera, TV. Okay, so you got it. Okay. So Joe Biden is asked by. Our by Billy's dear (laughs) close friend Errol Barnett uh, about taking a test, and here's that that um, exchange.
3: Mr. Vice President, your opponent in this election, President Trump, has made your mental state a campaign topic. And when asked in June if you'd been tested. for cognitive decline, you've responded that you're constantly tested, in in, F, in effect, because you're in situations like this on the campaign trail. But please clarify, specifically, have you taken a cognitive
4: no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Um, are, are you a junkie? What person? do you say to President <laughs> Trump? Who brags about his tests and makes your mental
3: state an issue for voters?
4: Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I I, I know you're trying to goad me. So, so there's Wait, our. But you
1: you missed the best oh, no, part. No. He couldn't actually no, no, say that's, gonna... that's, that... that's okay.
4: coming
0: next. But I've, okay. I've, I've clipped that part up because first we need to deal with him. What is he talking Perhaps, about? The lion. Well. Firstly, I think we should deal with perhaps him asking Errol Burnett if he's used cocaine or is a junkie. What are you, a junkie? Can you imagine? Um, a picture come on, man. You, picture what if, are you, a junkie? Exactly. Picture, if you will, right, Donald Trump being asked a similar question and giving a similar response, asking a black man, are you a cocaine addict? Are you a junkie? Did you take cocaine before coming? Can you imagine what would be said about Donald Trump if that happened? It would be their their panties would be in a wad. Can you?
1: It would be hysterics. I mean, I, I think when you listen to this, though, it's very clearly somebody who it's almost like when you go to. Have you guys been to KFC before? And you're oh, looking no. forward to that biscuit, right? No. That like biscuit. <laughs> oh, and you gosh. leave and they didn't put the biscuit oh. in your order, and you go back up to the counter, that was Joe Biden in that. He was mad that his biscuit was not in his bag. <laughs> Come on, man! Well, and that's that's what that was. Exactly, It's, it's in fact, the Karen of a KFC.
2: But yeah, for fun if, fact, the yeah. last time I was at a KFC was in China.
0: What are they serving? Oh chicken? Gosh.
2: It was terrible. Does the C was stand so for sad, chicken, man. or is it Sanford? It was at, it was at the uh, um, Shanghai airport, and everything <laughs> tasted like fish sauce. Yeah. Gross. So, just gonna Ugh. say that. You know, if well, I left a KFC, um, was there a biscuit? I don't think there was a biscuit. Well, there was mashed potatoes,
1: and they tasted like fish. Oh yeah, gross.
2: Yeah.
0: gross. It's like is everything cooked in fish oil? or Is that what it is? I don't know. What's, I, don't I mean,
2: not mean, yeah. I mean, we got we were, were stuck there a really, really, are you really doing? long time. What were
1: you doing in China? It's like being on this show. I was stuck. going
2: to Singapore, which was amazing. But uh, are you a pirate? Am I a
0: pirate? The only pirates went to Singapore.
2: <laughs> Singapore is incredible. It's really, uh, it's really amazing. So, and the Guys, there this is
1: there Okay, do yeah, sorry, I uh, Hold that. on, this has nothing to do with Joe Biden's biscuit issue. Okay, <laughs> he was angry, or like the mac and cheese that oh, wait, can really. Oh, t- no, you a, no I'm okay missing this. out the okay. mac. I'm
0: okay missing out on the mac and cheese. The biscuit, though—that's—that's. That's, oh, yeah. Not only do you go back into the counter. If you're in the drive-through and you discover there's no biscuit, you don't—you don't get out of your car. You just go ahead and drive your car into right the front. Around. No, right into the front door and <laughs> demand the biscuit. <laughs> well, I mean, They're that's that that kind of what that interview was. That's oh.
2: what that was. Come on, so man. It's come on, man. What are you, no? You guys
0: probably Billy. I'm sure doesn't partake of ESPN Monday Night Football countdown, but. They'll Not have their really. come on, man section. And it is, and so it's like he was competing for a post on uh, on ESPN. Now, so we have that part with him. Uh, what? Yes, keep <laughs> just, going. Just, keep, keep going because my favorite part is coming next. Okay, and it's just so, what I lived for. Now, I'm, I'm hoping this is it because he talks about wanting to have a test or whatever yes, or facing facing Joe Biden as, or excuse me, facing Donald Trump as though Joe Biden has some sort of intellectual heavyweight, because this is what he says next in that interview.
4: I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can going to be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm gonna say something I don't I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, cool. I am uh I am very willing to let the American public judge my yeah. physical and mental fi- my physical as well as my mental fi- fitness and uh to uh, <laughs> you know, to make a judgment about who I am. Okay. Well, I just made so, one.
0: I, so, I love here I love the beginning. Can we hear that again? I, yes. especially the beginning. Here you go.
4: I'm so So forward-looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There's going to be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, I I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am. uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness and uh, to, uh, you know, to make a judgment about who I am. I am, uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical mental, fi- my physical as well as my mental fi- fitness. They say, that's amazing. How did you do that?
0: Unbelievable. <laughs>
1: I mean how do they listen, let him out of the fairness, basement In fairness I'd speak worse like at 36 than he oh, does man. at 93 but I running, will I mean I'm way off. You're
0: not running for president my man. Right and I never <laughs>
1: will
0: be. You know okay so yeah
2: part of me feels bad I do too. Yeah. even laughing
0: I shouldn't because, be yeah.
2: no, because we should. it's Now but here here's the like if it were just I always say that I have a lot of grace for people that speak for a living as the yeah. show should demonstrate because oh, yeah. It's easy to say things that you didn't think about or that you didn't mean to be taken a certain way. And everybody who talks for a living has gaffes and has missteps. And you say gas uh, or
1: gaffes,
2: (laughs) either one, both, both. both, Both. Yes. And uh, so it's easy to kind of go there. I also have a lot of, you know, compassion for people that are going through. I mean, we can't control every single aspect of our health and our lives and, and it's easy to, uh, uh, you know, to see from the outside. And, you know, when you're you're young, you you know, you see stuff like that and you make fun of it or whatever. Uh, it's a real tragedy when people are going. But this just like if this were not something that I was really worried about him about, then it would be kind of funny. It's
0: still but, funny. But like the
2: fact that like I'm going like I kind of feel like there's really a problem. Um, and either he just used cocaine before the interview <laughs> or... There's there's a problem, and I feel bad, and it kind of comes back to this term that's been thrown around a lot. Is it's starting to feel like elder abuse, you know? And Trump's a lot of things, but but Biden's got there's there's a there's something there, and whether it's a synapse thing going on or not, I don't know. But it's it's uh maybe he's just
1: old. Maybe he's just listen. I'm like this now. I literally cannot remember that order of word. I have a terrible memory. This order, but person, woman, man. camera the TV. tv there you go you did yes okay so you know but i won't remember that in 10 minutes And so i have i do we should i'm laughing more because of the situation we're yes. in that yes. this is the reality is we have a person who fired fake fired people on a tv show as president right now and he's somebody who yes he has experience in certain areas like bankruptcy law but and and in business he's run a lot of businesses that have been very successful i've always argued that truthfully in favor of trump and the reality is for a lot of Christians, policy-wise, it's the best you're going to do out of the two of them, right? Yeah. Um. But, but, yeah. I, I don't. I, the elder abuse thing is interesting. It's just like throwing this guy out there. Now, maybe he doesn't have something wrong. Maybe he's just old, and this is what we all have to look forward to when we're Chris's age. And I don't I know. That,
0: I think that's largely it. He, I think it's largely an age thing. I mean, there may be some dementia stuff. I, there's part of me when I pulled this clip, right? Especially, and then when I went back and clipped the, the.
4: I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical mental fi- my physical as well as my mental fi- fitness
0: right I felt a little bit bad like clubbing a baby seal right but I <laughs> but still the the humor part of me is like you got to play it you got to laugh because it, there is something funny about it and there is something funny that we have we have to choose
4: between I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president And this.
3: It was a dark black mask and I thought it looked okay. It looked like the Lone Ranger.
0: So that's what we're that <laughs> so that's wait what we're fighting do you, between.
3: Do you I have you know. guys
1: <clears throat> seen this comedian and I don't know her name? My wife follows her and now I'm obsessed and she's totally making fun of Trump, but she lip she like lips all of Trump's stuff. She just like and it's so she's amazing she is hel- <laughs> i will send it to you guys i gotta, oh, I, gotta we, I would love to get her on this show she's blowing up right now because oh, really? she's going viral she did she did that did she had like the mask over her eyes and it's like <laughs> she plays she she plays trump but then she plays the other person so she'll be like writing on a notepad like listening to him like while I say, <laughs> it's so good it's so good oh anyway she's got like millions of followers we got wow. we got to get her on here That'd and find great. out how she does it because it's impressive
0: all right, so I think we should. I think we should start the show. I think we should then get into because. Listen, we got some up, good stuff today. Turn, yeah, I we mean, do if, have some great if stuff. If you've listened mm.
2: this far, you might not think so. You know, it is around. out still. of material.
0: Right, we've got and we've got. <laughs> you think <laughs> they've spent, it. We've, we, we're done. Um, I mean, I am
2: wearing sweatpants. I confess to everybody before the show started. Stand up and started, show everybody
0: so. wearing sweatpants. Can we see the sweatpants? We're on camera, so you can show it. Well,
2: this could be concerning. All right, we got. We got. I might have to. uh there's some sweatpants, oh, okay. so you're yeah. not going
0: to turn around for the camera, huh? You just showing... no, <laughs> nobody wanted. You any join part
2: of the that. Uh, paid extra fan club for that. <laughs> view,
1: oh so. my gosh! And there go the <laughs> listeners. Um, all three of them. So none of which are doing? our are wives, by now? the way. I don't
0: even know. Um, so I think let's let's start the show, and then we can get I, into. I'm starting
1: to sweat now too. I was lying before when I said I wasn't.
0: Are you sweating a little bit, Billy?
1: I it's well, I don't have my fan on because I don't want we don't have it's the one room in our house, the office that doesn't have air. Oh yeah. Well you so know like what only... you know what
0: they say? Never, ever put a fan on a manatee. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> Hello! From the sublime to
1: the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollow.
3: Hey, does this suit make me look fat?
4: It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Fields.
3: Fat guy in little code. Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, oh, I've interrupted
1: happy time.
3: The Church Boys.
1: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. Can I talk about something now yes, that we're absolutely. actually I I starting the show? Yes, I had a little bit of hate mail last week from oh, people really? who, not, got, oh, who have not been happy about the things I've said about masks. I must so be, we I don't need to have the mask discussion again. But people are demanding apologies within the church. Um, <laughs> okay. But and Start the apology I,
0: tour. Lucas and I don't one. know. Sit
1: I, I didn't say, say that all off. Christians were bad. I just said my perspective was we should be wearing masks. And that I think if we're going to love other people, if we're around other people in big groups then it's probably the right thing to do. I think Um, I'm
0: pretty sure you said that if you don't wear a mask, you hate Jesus. I, Correct me if I'm wrong. I, Lucas. I heard it. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I might it. have. I
1: mean, you never really know what I what so I'm going to say. do you have
0: examples of hate mail that maybe you could share with us? Or is it I just mean, kind it of a was just,
1: It was one. Lots of tweets, and then one person who was very detailed. I mean, I wish I had the time to write a detailed email to somebody about something I heard them say. Although there were people, I triggered a few people. There were a couple. There was another guy who was like did a podcast on it too, and he was very respectful. He disagreed. I didn't. Li- I won't. I haven't listened to anybody else's. I didn't even listen to Steve Dace. So you got to listen.
0: I, you you know to like. You, and, and listen. Do you read
2: your. Do you tend to read stuff if it's like somebody commenting under things, or do you kind of do like the never read your own press sort of attitude?
1: I don't read anything. I'll read on like Twitter, but I don't read anything outside of that. And I should listen to Steve Dace because they talked for a while, right? They
0: did. And you know what? And and as you know, and as we have said here before, Steve Dace is a friend. And yes. He, and he's yeah, yeah, a friend he wouldn't trash your, me. He, I, no. Yeah. And he likes you. He might have I like disagreed to- with you. And I know that Todd and Aaron disagreed vehemently yeah they were not more, happy with me more than steve did they understood steve's points but they weren't willing they weren't willing maybe to extend quite as much grace as he was willing to extend uh, when it came to your nonsense. i
1: really like steve and for some reason when i tweet things he it sometimes creates little segments for but they would talk for a yeah. long time because yeah. about the issue yeah i think they you know i i tweet stupid things and then they have great things to talk about that's right
2: it's your it's just a blessing to the world your twitter account <laughs>
1: he really is not i mean <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, anyway, so people are not joy. happy. And if you're not happy, I don't really apologize. No, I mean, apologize. it's not. I apologize if I said anything unchristian in the process. I don't think I did. I right. had an opinion, but maybe. Did you think I did, Lucas? Because you accuse me of I mean, white, white privilege. I did I say that you
2: were, yeah, I had a little white privilege going on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, uh, I I mean, I think. I think you might just want to go back over some of those shows, Bill.
1: Okay, I should. Well, and I'm, I mean, I'm wrong about a lot of things, but I think Lucas actually had a moment after with the weight privilege where you were like, I wish I I didn't. I did. I
2: felt bad. I really did. You shouldn't
1: feel bad. I just was like, I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel bad. No, you loved it.
2: <laughs> you did love it. You did love it. Okay, but we actually have some real stuff to talk
1: about. Yeah. Wait, you can wait, who's barking? Who's barking in the
2: background? Is that so Chrissy? My dog is barking. Oh, okay. So, because my neighbor is standing in front of his house or in front of my house right now with his dogs, <laughs> and so my dog is barking at them. So if you hear a Doberman, that it's like going to tear down a door, that's my dog.
0: All right. Uh
2: So yeah, we got we got some stuff going on. So what's yeah. what's up first here?
1: Well. Why don't you talk about the the um, gifts?
2: OK, so I uh, I had a post that I made. It's gotten a little bit of attention. Um, had some people writing about this. So, you know, this is this is a big topic. I mean, we could probably go like multiple shows on this one topic here, but we'll you know, we'll try to fit it in. And, and I think if people have more questions, it'd be great to dialogue because the church is very polarized about this. And so that is the idea of spiritual gifts within the church. So, you know, if you've grown up in some sort of maybe uh, evangelical church, I can remember when I was younger, you know, they give you little spiritual gift tests and you figure out, okay, am I administrative or am I, hospi- you know, do I have gifts, gifts of hospitality or gifts of leadership? And so they'll kind of go through and th- most of those are found in Romans 12. So they grab these gifts from Romans 12 and then you kind of figure out where, you know, am I, where's my bent? And then you have, you know, so there's three passages in Scripture that are really focused on on kind of the, the aspects of spiritual gifts. And then the other one is Ephesians 4, which is the this, these gifts of leadership. So apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, which are oftentimes called either the fourfold or the fivefold ministry, whether or not they count pastor and teacher in the same uh, one or if they're different. Uh, there's some discrepancy on that. But the third one is 1 Corinthians 12. And that's where it talks about things like tongues and healing and prophecy and words of knowledge. And that's where the church kind of gets a lot of uh, um, strife over. Now, there's some conflict over the Ephesians 4 passage with, you know, are there apostles today? Are there prophets today? And there's a lot of buzz right now online uh, about, you know, speaking out against, you know, groups like Hillsong or Bethel or some of these other charismatic movements. And again, I've identified myself as a as a charismatic uh, you know, before on the show, so I'll reiterate so, uh, that let me, kind of let, perspective that I'm coming let me, from.
0: Let me call time out real quick. So I, that yeah. is something I wanted to ask you. You have talked about charismatic stuff before. I, and yes. I actually was talking with my sister this weekend, who, by the way, wants me to tell you that you're a liar when it comes to the limoncello. You know, uh, Lacroix. By the way, that is so I, she didn't like oh, it. Oh, she said it's garbage. I actually kind of like. I tried. She bought a whole case, of <laughs> yeah. a half rack, a half rack of it on your recommendation. And I said, listen, I'll, I'll try it. And I, and I actually found it kind of refreshing um but she yeah. says she says you're a liar the other question yeah. she had was was on uh uh being charismatic she was is yes. he charismatic is he well I, I gotta find the exact term that she <laughs> i can only imagine oh i got no i gotta find was it. she worried about
2: you that i'm on the show with you like i'm no. gonna lead you astray oh
0: no 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 she okay she, her, her, her her exact question was is lucas should have bought a honda <laughs> so are you a Pentecostal? And that's what she's gonna I think that's So what she's I would never
2: more. use the term Pentecostal to describe myself because okay. I think there's a stigma with that. Sure. Um, I would say that I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit because they're in Scripture, and yeah. so I believe that they're in operation. You know, we see things in First Corinthians where it says, um, you know, don't that within the church that we should not forbid the speaking of tongues. Uh, I believe in tongues, I believe in prophecy, I believe in healing. Uh, I've seen, you know, a lot of those things, you know, within my life, within my ministry. Um, And so that is that is without a doubt something that I would that I would ascribe to. Now, I didn't grow up in that. I actually grew up in the Church of Christ, the instrumental version of the Church of Christ, because there's also a non instrumental version. And so I grew up believing that somebody like me was probably going to hell in gasoline underwear uh, and until I started having some experiences that, um, and started asking some questions and really went back to the word to start studying these things. So I, I'm not, you know, just somebody who grew up in this or my parents, you know, were like this. And so I, I, I adopted it or just kind of oozed into it. Uh, it was a, it was a conscious, you know, um, really choice to begin to seek that based upon what I saw in scripture. So if
0: someone were to attend your church, I you don't yeah. like the term Pentecostal, but if they were to attend your church, would they say yeah. this is a Pentecostal church?
2: No, no, okay. somebody would say that they would use terms like, you know, is you know, you might have somebody say is this a spirit-filled church? Is this a um, you know, some kind of if there're maybe more old-time thinkers, they'll going to use terms like is this a full gospel church? Mm-hmm. Um, you will also hear, you know, the way we would describe it is we would we would call ourselves A grace church because the gospel is the center of what we're doing. I think the gifts are an expression of grace rather than the main thing. I've I've said a lot that you know, and I'm not the first one to say this, but you know, we're seeking the giver and not the gifts, and and that's that's important. And now there's a ton of abuses within the charismatic movement, Uh, and so um, you know, I think you could come to our church for a while and not necessarily know exactly what we teach about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's not people doing cartwheels down the aisle. Uh, we certainly have had some Sundays where there are more, um, uh, uh, you know, um, for lack of a better term, sort of manifestation of the presence of God or or uh, more gift oriented ministry. Um, but you know, right now I'm teaching through Romans verse by verse. Right. Um, it feels like you're going to college probably more than a, a Pentecostal church. You know, in that sense. So I would say we're non denominational charismatics. Right.
1: Um. Yeah, and and so healings like. Let's yeah. talk about that. So within your church within I've never gone to a church where people are doing services where the pastor is healing in any way. That's not something I've seen um in my churches. It definitely happens and I think when we talk about healing it's also spiritual healing too, which I think is different from the physical obviously. Sure. sure. Um but both would require, you know, hypothetically the the Holy Spirit 100%. to manifest in some way to make those 100%. Yeah, right.
2: I mean it's there's there's no uh the car doesn't run without gas you know and so the holy spirit is is the he is the power he is the source and you know you could argue that it's the um specifically that revealed through the gospel that is the power of god um so yeah you want to fire some questions you want me to so, go to
0: the yeah, yeah. well no let's so, so i i okay here's my first question what what shut prompt, up i was talking what, what prompted i this is a better lead-in question excuse you don't me. even know what it's, i was
1: gonna say I, but go
2: i can ahead. guarantee it's better he can see your title on your screen and know that it is, is
0: better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, Another
0: reason people should what, be watching our videos. What prompted this posting? Yes.
2: So, yeah, I mean, um, part of it was a conversation my wife and I were having. And so uh, she's doing a little bit of, more of a deep dive in uh, kind of responding to um, some people have had some questions and some teaching out there about whether or not the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because the common belief within evangelical circles and this is, again, what I grew up with, is that the gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, what they, they you'll either hear the term died or ceased, and the, the theological term would be a cessationist that would hold to this. And there's some discrepancy of whether or not they ceased with the apostles or whether or not they ceased with the sort of the assembly of the Bible. And so it's kind of like once we got the scriptures, then there's no longer need for, you know, these miraculous spiritual gifts in order to kind of, you know, act as a demonstration to prove you know that that jesus is who he says he is and so um but either way they would say that they've been long gone um and that they've they've been done away with so we were having a conversation about that and i was doing kind of a deep dive i'm you know a church history geek and so i was reading through some stuff and trying to find some some quotes and so uh i pulled out one that is in my post from um irenaeus who was uh basically i think he was born in 130 and died in like 202 a.d Um, so, you know, here you have, I mean, he was, he was born a hundred years after the death of Jesus, uh, and, and born after the the death of all the apostles. And so he's talking about, um, sort of the expression of, uh, the Holy spirit in the early church at his day. And so I'll just, it's a fairly short quote. So I'll just read that to set this up. He says, those who are in truth, um, those who are in truth, Jesus's disciples receiving grace from him do in his name perform miracles, so as to promote the welfare of other men according to the gift which each one has received from him. For some do certainly and truly drive out devils, so that those who have thus been cleansed from evil spirits frequently both believe in Christ and join themselves to the church. Others have foreknowledge of things to come. They see visions and utter prophetic expressions. Others still heal the sick by laying their hands upon them, and they are made whole." Uh, yay. Moreover, as I have said, the dead even have been raised up and remained among us for many years. So to set this up, if you don't know who Irenaeus is, he is, this isn't a book called Against Heresies. This book is like this thick. I mean, it is, it's, you know, it's at least 600 pages. I have it downstairs.
0: Not very many Uh, pictures, I suppose.
2: There may be a picture on the cover of mine. That's about it. And, uh, it is, it is really held as Irenaeus is uh, strong supporter of true Christian doctrine. I mean, he's revered by multiple traditions as, um, you, know, a, a, you know, an early church uh, father. Um, you know, there's nobody who would ever call Irenaeus a heretic uh, by any tradition. I mean, he is he's as pure as you get within kind of that lineage of Christianity Um, and so it's, it's a pretty credible resource. You also have things like in Augustine and others that came later, uh, that have some similar, um, quotes about this, but the argument, you know, within evangelicals is that this stuff has all died, but yet we have to deal with this, that this is, was continued to be talked about, um, you know, really throughout church history. And, and I think that the burden of proof lies on those that don't believe in the gifts or aren't comfortable with the gifts than it does with those who do. That's not to say, though, that there's not, you know, um, examples of abuse.
1: Well, and I guess like, you know, my, you know, way better than I would. But when I look when I look at just the examples of stories, you know, from the book that you were interviewed for the next book I have coming out about about spiritual healing. Wait, you have it does.
0: You do have a book coming.
1: out? Yeah. I mean, it says it at the bottom of the screen um, under shameless plug next to shameless plug. Um, But. You know, when you look at when you look at the reality that you have to say all these people are lying, a or something happened to probably millions of people, right? right. Hundreds of thousands of people. Yep. Um, and so yeah, it's it's fascinating to me that you, we would assume that something ceased when there's no evidence biblically. I mean, what are the what are the verses people point to? to say that there was a cease in some way and that the Bible would back that. so the
2: the big one is in uh what is that first Corinthians 13 where it says that is this the first time we've opened a Bible in church boys in a while I think so
3: probably oh, might have on yeah. it right. um
1: <laughs> so he wrote five books by the way Aaron A's I'm just looking him up
2: yeah I would I mean I don't know for sure but I would get I mean that sounds that sounds right
1: is it in like? Is this like? Is there a coloring book version? Or are, it like, are they read? all
0: like super long and like I, small print? So,
2: against anything? heresies is like his main. That's like what he's known for. He does have some others, you know. And again, like I, I love turning people on to kind of some of these early Christian writings. I mean, they're just there's some amazing stuff there, and you get to see kind of what did the church look like after the Book of Acts. These it's not scripture, is but a- it is. You know, it is a it's a great picture of how early Christianity kind of expressed itself. Is there um, is there
0: a Reader's Digest version, maybe, or I mean, you could
2: probably read a little snippet on like, Wikipedia like and a get version there. Like, so, like the message, uh, but you're not going to get those nuggets like that. You're just going to see that he's writing against Gnosticism yeah, kinda, and against all these I other beliefs. I got lost I mean,
0: after the first sentence. I, to be honest, I'm kidding. I'm, Getting so, okay, so, so here's I actually up the quote. I actually pull up the quote when you're
2: Is the uh, here's the passage that you're referring to, Billy. So, first Corinthians 13, uh, in verse um, eight, it says, Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease, where there are tongues, they will be stilled, where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, which that's really the big question, is people would say the cessationists would argue that perfection is actually the giving of the Bible so that when the Bible was sort of accumulated, that that was when perfection came. And it says, at that point, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childless ways behind me. Now I see, but a poor reflection is in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I, not, now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And these three, three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So for me, and when I read this, you know, if we're reading this in context, it says that when the perfection comes, that prophecy ceases, that tongue cease. Okay, I can I can get on board with that, and and knowledge ceases. So you know, do we still have a need for knowledge right now? I mean, we right. I feel like we have a need for knowledge right now more than we ever have. Uh, and so I don't believe that knowledge has ceased. But I think, so,
0: I think it's but I think it's even simpler than that. I think the yep. way you knock it down is even simpler than that. Rather than saying when perfection comes, we won't need all this stuff. Though I agree, it's yep. that he is not the. Paul is not writing, and I'm, I pulled up mine. I I think you're painful from the NIV, and i read mine from the NIV. But it says, as you said, love never fails. It says, but where there are prophecies, so what he's doing is he's contrasting these things. Yes, he's saying exactly. love is eternal. These other yep. things are in nature. They're in man, and we yep. don't have to always have them. And one day they will fade away. Love never will. That's yep, what he, I exactly. mean, he's, he's comparing all these things that people held up as the most important things. He's saying all these things that you think are so, so frigging important, no, they right. all pale in comparison to love because love will always be around. It will always be with us. It will always be necessary.
1: Um, does he have any strange beliefs on communion? Cause I was just reading some reviews. Hmm. So communion is a fascinating topic in
2: early church history, and it took a long time and I don't even know if I could, I mean, I'll try to give you the the short version, and this is probably a whole other topic, but the, um, the, the basic the basic two split views is, is communion a memorial of the body and blood of Jesus, or is it the actual elements of the body and blood of Jesus? And so what, what they did is they kind of pulled from some language from uh, really Aristotle, who was not a believer, who uh, was alive before Christ. And Aristotle had this thing of what he calls the um, uh, what are the words he used the uh, um, the accidents and the not the elements. I should know this as a philosophy major, and I can't rattle it off, and I'm really embarrassed right now. But basically, well, you're fired
1: from the show. Yep. So, so
2: basically, the view was, you know, the the, the layman's terms is that Aristotle uh, or or the, this kind of view of Aristotle that got kind of pulled into Christian theology. Uh, specifically in the Catholic Church, is that the communion, when you take it, it remains bread and wine in the sort of physical, but the nature of what it is becomes the body and blood of Jesus. And so it's actually the body and blood of Jesus, but in the form of bread and wine. And so they had a belief that when you're taking that, it was um, part of basically that you were, you were receiving that grace through this um almost this uh uh this consumption of Christ rather than that you were uh had righteousness imparted to you based upon the cross and so that took a long time for church I mean there was all sorts of councils and fights and everything so I couldn't tell you exactly where Irenaeus falls on that right now but um that was that was a huge discrepancy back and forth in the church
1: mm. in today and
2: and continues to be today I mean for sure. that matter but yeah. on the Holy Spirit side of it, you know, so what I thought was interesting about this quote is that Irenaeus had the mindset that really true disciples are known for what I say in the post is possessing the grace to perform miracles, healings, and to drive out demons. It appears that according to Irenaeus that this was just normal Christian behavior, and it's what separated those who are Christian name only from true believers,
1: well and, and that would have been going on at that time still then. Yeah. The assembly yes. right. He wouldn't just yeah. be right. saying that. It would right. actually it be was yeah, no, it, he which was still, describing
2: something was happening then but, rather than something that was just happening but in the which Book still of Acts does, or
0: something. Which his writings and the things that and if we if we make the argument that he was seeing these things at the time, it doesn't negate it doesn't that part at least doesn't negate the secessionist argument when it comes to uh When once the Bible was compiled, right? Once we had the full Bible, we we haven't negated that argument with this quote. We're just negating the the, the, that it only happened with the apostles, right? I mean, as far as as if we assume that he was seeing them then, yes, because you didn't. I mean,
2: you didn't have. Although they had, they had the scriptures at that time. They weren't canonized, and so you could make the argument. Well, this was you know, Irenaeus didn't have a, it wasn't bound yet, you know, it wasn't voted on. And so these sorts of things, I mean, there were copies of what was kind of held to be a, you know, the scriptures at that time, but they weren't, they weren't agreed to yet. And it was later at the the council in uh, what, 324 uh, of Nicaea, that sort of this, this first vote was held right. for it. Um, Aristotle was accidents and um, the substance. So the substance Of the bread uh was the body and blood of jesus but the accidents of the bread and wine would be the bread and wine and so that's kind of what thomas aquinas and others later so i will somewhat redeem myself
1: whatever no one cares about you i know i know um i I think this is i this is actually like these are all topics we could talk about i feel like in length right like and the whole episode i it would be interesting i've always dismissed the catholic ideology on communion so it's
0: it's,
1: the transubstantiation thing yes yeah um i guess it doesn't matter essentially i I mean mean,
2: here's here's the thing like it's the interesting thing here and i don't mean about interesting the, the the important thing is like you know really how involved is god in our life i mean that to me that's the practical theology of this is you know is god is it hands off is it you know uh, I'm going to take care of you once I get back. But in the meantime, you're on your own. Uh, is it, I have the power and ability to do all these things, but you know, I'm just going to do what I want when I want. And, you know, or is there a power? So for me, and this is what, you know, probably becomes somewhat controversial for some people is I believe that something like healing is included in what's called the atonement, meaning that on the cross, Jesus died, not just for our forgiveness of sins, but he also died for our healing, for deliverance over evil spirits, for all these sorts of things. So in the same way I can uh, you know, um, receive Christ as my Lord and Savior, I can also receive Christ as my healing or I can receive Christ as my deliverance. And so as we minister to people, we're giving them something that is already God's will and that is available to them rather than uh, you know, something that we have to sit back and go, if it be your will, God, can you heal this person? You know, because I how feel did, like we how, already so know how
0: did if if Christ's death on the cross is what makes that possible? How did healings and deliverance from evil spirits happen before the cross?
2: Well, did people get saved at all before the cross?
1: I don't I don't know. Well you I'm, were saved, but you were saved by believing essentially. Well, I guess this is the question. I, I'm not saying this definitively, like Abraham and Mo yeah, you know, well, yeah, Abraham believed
2: God and it was credited right. to him as righteousness. Right. So that's you, exactly so. We have elements of people that all you know, basically there's examples of people, Moses, uh Abraham, you know, Elijah, David, who were believing in the Christ who was to come. They were putting their faith in the Christ who was to come, and they were receiving the benefits of that, you know, um, although it wasn't even here yet. And then what we do is we put our faith in what has already happened. And so it's just it's we're both believing the same event. It's just whether or not it's in front of you or behind you and how you are in this, you know, time space uh, back to the future time continuum here.
1: Do you believe. All right. This is a totally different one. And then we'll stop drilling it with questions. But I actually think this should be a whole episode. Absolutely. Drill Lucas with questions. When you die as a Christian are you asleep until the end or do you believe mm. you're in the or do you believe that you ought to that you go to essentially right? heaven, but it's not heaven? It's not the final heaven. It's
2: yeah. So, I mean, there's there's multiple views on this. Um I, I would lean towards the view when, you know, Paul says to be absent from the body is to be present with the right. Lord. That's right. And I so um, there's also I have I've brought another uh, I got another book here just in case we got to this. Let me see if I can find this note here. This guy, um, uh, um, Ignatius of Antioch, he was like 100, I think he died in like 110 AD, uh, would have been born about the time of Jesus' death or shortly after. And he is talking to, um, he's actually talking to, uh, he wrote a letter to the church in Rome and basically is, uh, He says to them, um, oh, I wish I could find this. I'll I'll paraphrase it. Basically, he says, like, don't use any sort of special privilege for me because, like, I can't wait to be crunched by the lion's teeth in the uh, amphitheater so that, you know, he can be united with Christ. Mm -hmm. And and really, you know, experience that. And so there was there did seem to be this belief within the early church that, um, you know, to to be uh, to be killed or to be martyr for their faith or to die in Christ was to um, be united with him. Uh, and you know you see things in Hebrews like the great cloud of witnesses that it talks about, or in Revelation. What
1: about Stephen? What about Stephen? You know, asking God to receive His Spirit yeah. uh, you yeah. know, as He's being or, stoned. Right. Or
0: what? What did Jesus say to the thief on the cross? Right. Like yeah. today. That,
1: That's the biggest one, actually. Uh, that
0: I've often. Yeah. Yeah. So well, why yeah, I mean, can't
1: it, there be a pre and then a like? I don't like. And here's like the thing: and I don't heaven?
0: believe.
1: Is that what, what Abraham, that? It,
0: when it was like a practice heaven? Is that what you're saying, Billy? Like well, is that what Abraham's like bosom been, is? There,
1: There's a name for it, but it's basically heaven, but it's not the final. Like at the end of time at the end of days when Jesus returns and however people believe those events are going to unfold, when it ends, that there'd be a new heaven and a new earth, you know, that that's sort of the real final heaven. But there is a heaven now, essentially. Right.
0: Right. So that's okay, here's my question. First, well, multiple questions. One, what's Abraham's bosom? Isn't that what that is? And two The new heaven, revelation talks about. It's essentially a cube, Jerusalem coming down onto Earth, right? I mean, that's one of the theories, at least.
2: So there's an interesting thought on that too. Um, And this guy is a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, uh, but and and by a little bit, I mean he believes in a flat Earth. So you might discount (laughs) him right there. And I don't believe in a flat Earth, just to uh, clarify for our three listeners. Um, But (laughs) the the the, uh, I've seen some people speak to that that it's not actually a cube. It's actually a pyramid. And because it never talks about these even heights on the top, it talks about the square base. Mm. And they do some really interesting stuff about how basically the enemy has always tried to duplicate um, this oh, this model that's in heaven. And so you have this sort of pyramid structure mm. uh, that comes out. So there's some really there's some really interesting stuff there. I mean, that's a giant rabbit hole of oh, sure. you get into Nimrod worship and all these other things. But um, it's uh, it's unique.
1: So. Basically, we've solved nothing, but I do think I do think that it's interesting, <laughs> though, to I the, the evidence seems to point to that you're going to be. And here's and outside of biblical evidence. And you guys may be skeptical of these stories, and I generally am, too. But I do think there's something to some of these stories of I died and saw something, you know. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, there's too many sure. people. There's way too many people, again, who have had these experiences who, again, are people that you would assume are not crazy and you know that they 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 really wouldn't be talking about it in any other context of it being true because it they'd sound nuts right and they know that so anyway. there's
2: always a risk anytime you talk about you know spiritual encounters I mean you know this from the book that you're working on that we're shamelessly plugging below you know when you talk about um, you know things that are either demonic that are angelic that are you know I experience God in some way and really all throughout church history are I mean there's a story in uh, Augustine's book which was after um the canonization of scripture uh where he's talking about basically right before his mom died him and his mom monica were standing in this uh kind of upper room looking out this window and there's kind of this bizarre story where they get sort of like raptured up together in like this presence of god they you know kind of see all this stuff they feel all these things they like had to like kind of pull themselves back down you know to earth because they were so like close to this and it's it's a really you know sort of uh obscure, you know, um, uh, passage in this book, but, you know, and he talks about things, healings and, and, uh, you know, demons being cast out and, and, uh, you know, blind eyes being open and different things like that. And so, you know, we see this throughout church history that there's these supernatural experiences, but, and it's really only fairly recent evangelicalism that has started discounting these elements. Mm. And so, um it's uh it's an interesting conversation i mean you know uh but it's it it's it's you can't you can't get around it if you start studying well church it's history. it's
0: strange to me that see I, i'm i'm with you i think on the gift stuff i mean i i i'm not pentecostal certainly i don't think that you have to <laughs> pentecostal i'm not pentecostal <laughs> i i don't is that don't, like thailand <laughs> 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 I just
1: to be the poor not, stormy
0: Daniels, so uh-huh. anyway. But I don't. Talk, I, I'm not Pentecostal as far as like the the speaking in tongues, and that's the only way evidence of Holy Spirit. Some of those different. That's not where yeah. I am. But I yeah, do yeah. believe. I do believe in the gifts, and I do believe that the Bible has, and I think it's still relevant to today. Some people have gift of tongues, or gift of yeah. preaching, or prophecy, and all healing, all those things. I find it strange, and maybe maybe they differentiate between the two, but I find it strange that modern day evangelicals would say that. That the gifts, these spiritual gifts, don't happen as far as healing and things, but yet at the same time pray for healing for right. people, for family members with cancer, or, and or not whatever. even go
2: that far, but to say things like God strategically places cancer cells for His divine purposes, as some of our modern, very popular evangelical sure. pastors have stated. And so, you know, we have um, this question of does what God want His His best for His children? Has he made it available in some way, um, and to what degree has he made it available? Is it a if you ask me enough, I might consider, or is it is is it a free gift like salvation? And so. There's there's, you know, the church is very torn on these things. And of course, you know, we and, you know, for the record, I don't believe that you have to speak in tongues in order to be saved. I think you get to speak in tongues if you'd like to. Do if you speak want in, speak.
1: do you do you frequently speak in tongues?
2: You're going to you're going to take me there, huh? So, yeah. Uh, so I I do speak in tongues. I didn't, you know, growing up again, that wasn't something I experienced. The first time I ever spoke in tongues was actually by myself uh, on a mission trip to Mexico. And I had an uh, an Episcopal a charismatic Episcopal woman, which there's like four of those in the world. And it's just a very rare combination. Um, she prayed for me at this, uh, at this, and I was actually the, the guest speaker for this uh, youth event in Mexico. It was all uh, American kids coming down from youth groups and they brought me in to speak. And um, uh, we started, she prayed for me. I went out by myself in hot Mexico night I was watching the electricity jump on the power lines. It was so hot. And, you know, I was just praying to the Lord and I spoke in tongues for the first time. Mm -hmm. And the biggest change that I saw in my life was my understanding of the Bible. And, and I felt like that there was a tangible difference in passages that I would read and not be able to contextualize. And then all of a sudden I could read it and it made sense. Uh, and so for me, I don't, you know, publicly speak in tongues a lot. Um, uh, you know, there's very specific uses that I would have for that, but I would do that more privately. If I'm praying about something, or if I'm discouraged, or if I'm driving, or if I'm mowing my lawn, you know, that might just be a way. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. wait, no, he doesn't. Wait, wait, wait. Now, the girl, wait, wait.
0: that woman is mowing say, your lawn. We know you're, li- we know you're lying because you for, don't know your. For the lawn.
2: record, for the record, okay, she is. I think supposed to come back and help with some rocks that we have to move, uh-huh. but uh-huh. Um, right. The I do mow my own lawn. Uh, mm-hmm. And because we have a riding lawnmower, nobody believes you. That my father-in-law gave to me, and that's like I love, I love the riding lawnmower. So <laughs> I don't do the other stuff in the yard, but I do mow
1: the lawn.
0: Chrissy, Chrissy, I want, I want to give this to your husband. He has weak arms and clearly no core strength, so. I'd like yeah. to give you this riding lawnmower.
1: Yeah, she's, she's legit the worst. And I'm
0: not talking about Christy. I'm talking about <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> All right. So I think this is an interesting discussion. I'd like for us to pick it up again. I'd like for people to send in tweets or messages or whatever or harass one of us on Yes. On oh, social I media. can only imagine going to be. Preferably not me. And ask more questions. I would love to have more of these discussions. I would love to be able to one day have the technology where we can have people who are watchers or viewers be able to give us questions. Either we can on air do that or with this them. new
2: platform that we're on. So that's, but we have to be okay with going live. So that would be, right. uh, but I mean, we're basically, <laughs> we're basically kind of live right we're live now. Right so, now. So, yeah. yeah. It would be I, a
1: potential disaster, but you know, I mean,
0: but we can tell them at the bottom
2: of the screen, it is a disaster uh, because we can do those banners. So right. I think this is great.
0: So let, I, I yeah. want us to pick this up another time. I think we have a few other things we want to talk about. We do yes. have one thing that we absolutely have to do because we are going to be part of a new platform, right, mm. Billy? So, what, Billy, why don't you talk about this? Who did we brief- fool to make that happen? Briefly, and we'll play we'll play the piece and the little the audio clip you gave me, and then and then we can explain more about what this is.
1: So, this is the Edify Podcast Network. We're going to be part of it, and we're going to be joining. We actually haven't announced the other podcasts that are joining it yet, but it's exciting. It's good. It's a good thing. It's an app you can download it, and then we'll talk more about it in a minute. But it's E D I F I Edify go into the app store on your phone and it's in Android and also Apple and download that app because you can listen to tons of content on it. All right. Play the thing. This podcast is part of the edify podcast network. Edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E D I F I dot app.
0: So there you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's big uh, that's, that's, that's
3: Edify.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's big for so, us. What so, was that, Chris? I said his face it's just keeps for, moving. I can't hear you.
0: It's big, it's big for us. It's good for us. Uh oh, I thought yeah. your face is big. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, but also and, and
1: also, this podcast opportunity is. I mean, I have the biggest face here, so let's be honest, but I have a giant head. But this is back to the real topic of conversation. This is actually great. And there's a whole slew of podcasts coming into this network. Um, so the Edify Podcast Network is a collection of different kinds of podcasts, and they're all Christian, they're all faith-based in some way. You know, ours is a little off the rails kind of guy talk, faith, a mix of Joe Biden jokes and a whole other bunch of stuff. But there's gonna be some great stuff. So again, E D I F I, download the app and you can listen to us there. On that app, and you can listen to
0: like literally thousands of other podcasts. You'll still be able to get us other platforms, right? I mean, we're yeah, not, we're, yeah, not yeah, we're not going anywhere. we're not going anywhere. Nothing changes. Nothing else changes. This is just one other opportunity for us to share this program with with six or seven more people. Actually, well, thousands of more people because well, it is yes, pretty freaking popular. We have, we have tricked our way that's right, into that's right. this platform. That's
1: right. Well, and the thing Thanks, is, Chris. the thing that that's cool about this, right, is that. You know, and here's what I'd say. I listen to iTunes a lot, right? But this app allows you to listen. It's a player too. It's not yeah, just the. Yeah. It's not just the collection. So it's you can actually use the app. And I would bet most of the podcasts you like in the faith space are already on it. So check it out. And Lucas Miles, I heard a rumor you might be joining with your. There podcast is a rumor
2: about that. um If they see this and saw that I showed my sweatpants, that could change. But you won't be doing uh, sweatpants yes, on your other show. I think show, that's though. happening. So yeah, this is the this is the Edify pod or the Edify app right here. I was here. Just trying to pull oh, it up. Good job showing. So look at that.
1: Look at that. So um, pretty soon
2: you're going to see us right there. Yeah. There you go. And keep and, going. Clear, I want to see
1: if I see my face. And Oh, oh wait! Look at that guy. Who's that? There I am. Do you feel like am. this is like your worst it's nightmare, the, Chris? It's the, you're doing a show it's, no, with you, Billy Hollowell. It's, <laughs> it's the Sea World. <laughs> it's the Sea World podcast. It's the Sea World podcast. You're the worst. You are the worst. So but that that I, is yeah another podcast. Another and, podcast. I think, oh, and I think and and as
0: and as happy as we are with this, and, and we are, yeah, we should oh, we also mouth, we also no because we I have because there is a history here, right? Yes. we have to be we have to be very clear. This is a good thing. We maintain ownership of this show. We're not going to have yes. any fights with other organizations or companies that say oh, that's our show. No, it's our right. show. Right but we will be on this this network as well as providing our stuff independently. So yep. we're very thankful to be a part of this. They they're they're being very cool and honest with us and it's it's fantastic. We're very happy about it.
1: I'm I'm excited. I just think it's good. It's good for us to be part of and the cool thing with this Edify thing is I actually think that we need this in the face space. There needs to be yep. a collection of good podcasts that yeah. are fun to listen to. And so, you know, there's and a also whole bunch the of and also coming. the Billy podcast. Hallow- <laughs> yes there you go well and uh, i guess i'll say here and i don't want to i i guess i'll announce it here we um abby johnson is going to be launching a podcast oh good uh, so her is that abby the first johnson, time you've, is this the first time yeah, yeah, I, haven't been, I haven't talked about this shit. abby johnson's launching a podcast i won't get into the name of it yet and what she's gonna be doing also um charlotte pence bond uh Vice president Pence's daughter will be launching a podcast on. So there's a lot, there's a lot of great people coming in. Do they know
2: that they're going to be on the same platform as us?
1: That's no, because the real we, I, I would imagine the, the, these poor people are like going to be horrified when they see your sweatpants.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Uh, I also uh, just took my dog for a walk before we got on. And I like have felt the whole time that I've had a bug in my hair. So I keep, uh, so if you see a bug crawl out, it's from the walk with my dog. But I it's think it's not I'm your clear. everyday bugs. Okay, I know. Is there know. something
1: wrong with you? Like seriously? I oh, yes.
2: think that I could be a little, a little off today. <laughs> today
1: could be <laughs>
0: today. <laughs> today. Come All right. So, are we done here? No, yes. Yeah, literally. Well, I think so. We were. We we had talked about talking about Tony Evans. We don't have to do that. We're about an hour in, so we're probably good. We can close. But we like to end a little bit lighthearted. So, as begin- if this whole thing was. Well, we got a little well, heavy. Not- we got a little heavy, heavy even heavier than okay. Billy here in the middle. So, we're. Gonna... I mean, you were
1: talking about communion bread. Can we, like, saying. please all I, take I'll a in here? I'll tell you what.
0: Here? I think we just nailed Scanlon's favorite episode. I,
1: I talked think. to Scanlon today. Yeah. By the way, you know why? I was a because I prompted in a story. you.
0: I prompted you to. Did yeah, you... I was a
1: source in one of her
0: stories. She, she was very... bothered. She said, I, "I, I, I, she said, I'm probably going to regret this, but I asked Billy to be." <laughs> <laughs> to comment on a story I that went on a
1: rant about margaret sanger that poor then, woman has to transcribe <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff oh, and then yeah. so
0: she asked so, so today she pings me and she goes i have not heard from billy i think he's standing me up so I, I did said, i was i, I get pay, that text daily from people
1: <laughs> i was late everyone is always complaining literally though i want to tell you guys and not that you care we don't but I've done like four podcasts. Today. I hosted it. It just did not end today. And so I was a half. And I did an interview, apparently. This for is something the third time today I've talked to you. Right. It's been a it's been a day. Ugh. It's been a day. And it's, do you remember it's what like I told you PM. at nine
2: fifty eight this morning?
1: I literally don't remember our conversation at all. I know we talked. I, we talked about your podcast. He called and me
2: you, and I answered the phone and I said I prefer to not talking to talk to you until <laughs> after
0: ten a.m.
1: <laughs> I remember saying I was going to text you but I just decided to call you. It was like nine
0: forty-eight. You do do you know when when Billy texts me? Oh yeah, it's five fine. o'clock in the morning. That's when I get and, my belly. Start getting my belly texts
2: five o'clock your time or his oh, yeah well because
0: he knows i'm up right because i get up i'm yeah. start doing work at 4 30 he tries not to bother me once in a while i'll get them before five he tries not to bother me before wow. five he's very christian
2: about that i get up I at mean, like 7 30
1: guys so yeah, yeah. that's i feel deal.
0: like i wake your family up but me you, do, you guys just put up with it oh no my <laughs> family doesn't care
1: so, i mean what i even if she i mean even if your family cared and your wife did i'd probably still do it that's oh, the know worst you part I know you would. So. Um. So yeah, it's it's like one of those days. You've had those days where it just doesn't end, and you're yeah. like, and then you're thinking, oh,
2: it's every Thursday.
1: <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: there you, there you go. <laughs> and
1: yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna not do it. Oh, and I filmed a episode for the first today. It was,
0: it just was like, oh, so what? Now, what did you? maybe ask what oh, it's about? Though? Yeah, oh, I, uh, I talked about. Oh, the
1: actual, no. the title of it is Do the Democrats Have a God Problem, which is the question people have been asking for two decades. Oh, we didn't play that. You have the well, perfect, no. you have got the perfect transition.
2: You did. For once, yeah. Billy, you got a good you transition.
0: Just a second. Wait a second. Now I got to find it. Here we go. Nope, that's not it. Nope. Oh, what nope. was that? There we go. The perfect so- awkward transition. Right? We called it the Caitlyn Jenner. Was that what we called it? The awkward. Yeah, you're gonna get us canceled. I because you realize we can't say I'm, I'm anything? I'm talking about anymore. history. I'm talking about what we used to say. We wouldn't. Dare oh yeah, it's the Caitlyn such, Jenner. That was what we wouldn't dare down. say such oh, a thing gosh. now. So anyway, so you mentioned does Billy have or does Joe Biden or somebody have a God problem? Tell us what it was about, and then I want to get into this clip, and we'll close with this. Um, well. Basically, I I was playing off of Trump's comments,
1: right, about how Democrats and Biden want to ruin America, steal the Bible, kill, you know, pigeons. I don't know, like the rant he went on today at the airport screaming things on a a jetway. Um, And (laughs) it's interesting because the entire premise of this of this segment that I did was looking at the numbers. Like when you pull up the numbers in Pew and everywhere else, it's very clear that Democrats are much more disconnected. Not that doesn't mean there are Democrats, let me clarify, who do who are Christians. Right. There are Democrats who claim allegiance to the Bible, but, but they are far they are less likely. And when it comes to things like, oh, you know, it's a good thing or a bad thing. Do You guys hear that? What? Yes. It was like a possession. Um no,
0: I didn't hear anything.
1: Anyway, when it, it comes, usually happens when you, when you talk. It, you know what? I can't. Um what was I going to say? Oh, when Who when knows? you ask, like, is it a good thing that religion is escaping society, and and Republicans are like, no, it's not a good thing, and Democrats are more likely to say it is. So anyway, the the stats show there is a major disconnect, and this is why Biden is hiring yep. somebody, an evangelical, to try to engage evangelicals, yep. right? Because he knows he's aware, or his campaign is.
0: So at least. so the 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 remarks on the tarmac. I I've clipped the the relevant portion here. So this is what. This is what President Trump had to say today in uh, was in Cleveland shortly before, well, around the time. In fact, you mentioned it before this, maybe before this. It clip, was that Cleveland, De, right? The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Dewine couldn't be there because Governor Dewine, DeWine couldn't be there because he tested positive. He tested positive. Governor yes. Dewine, who's been one of the most aggressive governors in the in the country, regardless of party, about COVID stuff and COVID restrictions and shutting things down, and he got it. So. I don't know what that means other than he has it. I was
1: waiting for the big
0: point. So there isn't one. I barely have. One. So <laughs> here's here's what Trump had to say. It's about a minute or so. Here we go.
3: Joe Biden's policies put China first and America last. And that's what he'll continue to do if he ever got this shot. And you will have a disruption in the markets, the likes of which our country has never seen. You will have a crash in the markets because he's going to double and triple your taxes He's going to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible because he's following the radical left agenda.
0: OK, so now all, we're all good right now. Right. This is this is totally it soon. It kind of goes. I know the point he's making. And I think that I think that the question that Billy has is a fair question. But this kind of goes Maybe a little bit off the rails, or a little—oh, for sure. Little no, we- I actually, a little, a little think weird. So too. Okay, we I think
1: so too.
3: Take away your guns, destroy your Second Amendment. No religion, no anything. Hurt <laughs> the Bible, hurt God. He's against God. He's against guns. He's against energy, our kind of energy. Uh, I don't think he's going to do too well in Ohio. If he did, would have a big story, he's not going to do well. And, you know, I was in Texas the other day. I said, wait a minute, the other side is against guns. They're against oil and gas. They're against religion, Bible, God. How's he going to win Texas? How's he going to win Texas? So he's not going to win Texas. He's not going to win Ohio.
0: So so here's the relevant part to what Billy's talking about. I I clipped it and pushed it all together because we have to have this all together because... We'd have a story.
3: Take away your guns. Destroy your Second Amendment. No religion, no anything. Hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God. He's against guns. He's against energy, our kind of energy. Uh, I don't think he's going to do too well in Ohio. The other side is against... Guns. They're against oil and gas. They're against religion, Bible, God, person, woman, man. <laughs> I was gonna make TV. that comment
2: if you didn't. That's so perfect. Yeah. So he, that, the cadence there was almost identical it's on like that had, list. I had mean, had it was list. like.
0: He had the list memorized. He knew exactly yes, which I words he was things going things were in to. the
2: earlier part of that whole thing he had to memorize. He was just giving us the past, you know, the back half of it before.
0: Can I, I say mean- something
2: else? Anytime somebody says the likes of which, that's just like a statement that's so, like when somebody says the likes of which, yes. you just have to listen to them because that just sounds right. very medieval yes. and like something bad is really going to happen. Right.
1: I mean, it did. We elected the star of the Apprentice. That that is our that chip is already sold. So I don't know why. I mean, the thing the thing here that I'm comfortable with everything I heard. I you know I'm here's wait, where I'm wait, not wait. comfortable. Person, here's where I'm not comfortable. Man, I, camera, TV.
0: That's what you're comfortable with.
1: I don't. I Random do think. Words. I think that like. The problem I have is that he always sounds like a Martian talking about a topic he had two <laughs> seconds to read up on before he had to deliver a speech on it. So it's like when he talks about the evangelicals, like, you know, it's always like this weird, like, they're this weird group that he kind of knows yeah, because they yeah. support him, but they're the evangelicals. And I feel like it had that tone again. It's like, yeah. you know, the Bible and, you know, Fritos
0: and it's potato like he, chips. And it's like, like, he like, like, just doesn't. It's like his speech is an SEO. It's, it's, yes! it's, 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 it's so that if they when they transcribe it all the keywords pop up that's it yeah a 100% yeah, that's, and
1: i think mo- f-
2: yeah i mean it, it might be the key to his campaign it could winning. be it, it, it could yeah.
0: be there are enough people out there who I go, did
2: like when he said our kind of energy like you know
0: what, what does he you you know mean? He's talking, well, about, he's, talking about, well, like... he's talking about oil and gas. That's what he's talking about. No, he's, yeah, talking, he's about. talking about oil and gas. Yeah, talking, he, doesn't, he doesn't want the, you know, he the doesn't windmills. He doesn't know what his type of energy is, though, either, I don't think. Well, he does mention oil in there, but because he just comes from mean, Texas.
1: Do you think there's a danger to going out and saying... Because I know that the part, the Democratic Party, the values in the... When it comes to judging Democrats, I don't go out and say Joe Biden hates the Bible. I think that's raw. I would go out and say the actions of the party and the platform which is where those actions are detailed that is where you can a- attack and say they've written these things out right. you know i don't know what's in joe biden's heart or brain yeah, that gets but, that
2: gets into i mean that's a yeah, fair statement yep. i think that you know you when you talk about you know again i i don't believe that the right owns god any more than the left doesn't own god or the left owns god and so you know the the, the the you know nobody owns God. And the question is, are we following God? I have I deal with this in my new book that's coming out next year, and I wish I could talk Wait, about it, but I can't go there. I, I we can't go there yet because it's gonna like mess up your little ticker at the bottom. But um, at some point, I will awesome. share some of that. But um, I mean, I, I think that I, I think that there is, uh, if you look at who is willing to let Scripture go. I think what you will find is that the left is, in many cases, okay with letting either Scripture as a whole go or letting Scriptures go um, and where the right does not hold to that perspective. Mm. Uh, the right is not crossing Bible verses out, but the left has to in order to validate their platform. And that's why I think that statements like, you know, the left is against God, although that not every single person on the left is, is uh, you know, an atheist or something like that. There's believers that are Democrats, um, but I do think that the platform is anti um, is anti-scripture.
0: It's, it's, but what is this? It, it's it's what Billy talked about earlier. It's like I got I know I gotta address this. It's a clumsy way of saying what he he's pretty sure his base believes, right? But well, I mean, he, he doesn't know how to say it. He doesn't know how to com- communicate it.
1: He's consulted two Corinthians, and I think oh, when saying. he did that, he was able to see that there's scripture that, I mean, that's part of the problem here is that the spokesperson is not a believable and, you know, Christian. I'm not saying he's not a Christian because I can't judge his heart. He's not a believer It's not a believable thing. Like, let me put it this way. The last person I'm listening to on the face of the earth about Christian behavior and what people mm-hmm. believe and don't is Donald Trump. Yeah. Maybe Joe Biden might fall after him a little bit, but, and that's my problem. He's a terrible
0: spokesperson for it. And it's it because he and always, it's, and it's not because he doesn't agree doesn't like it it's not because it's right it's he has no he has no upbringing in it he has no training in it at all but look I, like- so
2: i i said the same thing about Bieber. i said the same thing about kanye when they first started talking about their faith is when you have these public figures and it doesn't matter if they're a pop star or they're the president people are very quick to kind of jump on and sort of criticize them for their kind of early forms of faith And, you know, he's standing up in the way in which he knows, using the language in which he knows. And I think it's important to, you know, to celebrate that. And not that we make him, you know, he shouldn't be the pope. He shouldn't be, you know, the pastor of the country. But I think that we can go, man, isn't it awesome that we have a president who actually, you know, seems to say something in support of the Bible. Um, You know, and now you could say that you think he's just pandering. And that I don't could be think that pers- I
1: know it, but yeah, uh, I mean. So, so I so think. But you just said different. you don't know what's in his heart. But that's the Well, that I know it I know he was pandering, pandering in 2016 because I sat in a room with him and listened to him do it. So I, w- I would say <laughs> when he couldn't explain the transgender issue and didn't understand why people felt the way they did, and he had to, I was fine with him asking those questions. Right. It was very clear. Now that may have changed. Was we that the New York fast-
2: meeting with um, that Barner it, wrote about?
1: It's a different New York meeting. With That happened after that with 35 Catholics and Evangelicals.
0: And there's a a big difference between what, what Trump said today and has said in the past and what Bieber and Kanye were doing is that Bieber and Kanye were talking about a new faith for them, something they were new in, and trying to express the things that they were going through as new believers. He's not doing that. He's not trying to express it as a new believer. He's trying to use it as a political tool to connect with... A religious base that he though, likes spoken
2: about it in those ways i mean he did this year at the national prayer breakfast i was there you know and he talked about he says look this is hard for me i'm trying to get it
0: i'm trying to understand it wait you a know, minute a but, he, but he wasn't talking wait about it a minute, as a relationship though. he's talking about listen i'm trying to just figure this whole stuff out
1: and it's, he and that's also different. used it as an attack on on pelosi from that podium
0: first of all pelosi laughed too
2: so there was. What else
1: are you gonna do? In <laughs> fairness, I don't like. I don't like her, and it's remarkable that at 317 years of age, she's able to laugh still. But the fact is, what else are you going to do? I mean,
2: welcome to the second hour of the church. Boys.
1: <laughs> In his, <laughs> this, shall person, we say, I shouldn't say I really know that he's pandering right me. now. I shouldn't I say think, that. I, I feel you're though. Owe to more
2: people, an apology next well, week. I, f- I feel based
1: that. on my experience with him. Before he was president, and when he was pushing the Obama was born in Indonesia stuff, Kenya. To now, Kenya. I'm sorry, Kenya, and he went to school <laughs> in Indonesia. Yeah, you know, by the way, again, I'm exhausted, Kenya. When he was pushing that, knowing that it wasn't true, and using it to gin up this base, and when you'd interview him about it, and he would say, "Well, what do you think? What do you?" Th-? He would always turn it back. Yeah. You know, this is it's the same dude doing the same stuff. Now, I hope that through this, and maybe that already has happened. He has had this, you know, but I think you can only use the baby Christian excuse for so we're a thousand and plus days in now. And so the you Twitter think, feed has gotten worse. If worked. that
2: were true, then every single church I've gone to, like, you know, is cursed and damned because I mean, around well, the country. I'm saying the excuse Christian, for his behavior.
1: I'm saying the excuse I, for his behavior, not I'm the, saying
2: that there are Christians that are immature around the country. And I think he's probably a great picture of the state sure. of the church in America. Uh, in that you have a lot of Sunday Christians that they believe they love the Lord, but you know it's kind of there's some boxes in their life, and and so you know and again I'm not saying that that's where he is. I just think that that's where America is in many sense. No,
1: anyway. I agree with you there. I'm just saying, what do we do with those people though? We don't sit there and say your behavior is great because you're a baby Christian. And totally, that's, what we, with, that's totally. what we do with Trump though, not you, but that's what we pretend it's, it's okay because he's a
0: baby christian it's like no it's not okay he's never confessed he's never professed to be a baby christian all i can do is judge fruit and none of the fruit lines up with him with that being the case i i I think that i think that i I think here's what i think i think that he sees and respects the evangelical base as a key part of his political base i think he actually i think there's a part of him that over the last few years last several years has learned to actually like that base that he might, maybe he thinks they're kooky. Maybe he doesn't. I don't. I don't know what his opinions are of them personally. But he seems to kind of like them and to understand that. Listen, they might be weird, but they're well-meaning. I think there's a lot of that that goes on. That's just my perception. I don't know. I again, I don't know what's in his brain or in his heart. Other than uh, other than you know,
3: person, person woman, woman man. man,
0: camera, TV. Other than that list, I don't know what's in his mind or in his heart.
2: All I have to say is that this is the worst show, the likes of which the the world has ever seen. <laughs> it's going to be Scanlon's favorite, I'm going favorite, to though. bed
1: now, guys. I'm uh, going to bed. But I will say, I actually think this show is amazing in its too. own stupid way. and It its is. Own, and it's getting it better. Is. It is. And I don't really care what you think, <laughs> Kate Scanlon. It's getting better. Um, so... At the end of the we day, we need Kate to call in and like do. on video because I've I never met Roy. her before. So. Oh, you, you love like, her I, I so. no,
2: You I, I, I see the Twitter. You would pl- love her. I see. I see the Twitter happening, yes. and uh you know, I you'd, feel like we need to. Uh, we need was, to call her. You'd love her, her because so she today. hates us.
1: It was so funny today for her to turn on. Like she's like, "Hey, oh my gosh, stupid!" And like I'm like, "Hey, stupid!" And then all of a sudden she's like, "So tell me, why did Margaret <laughs> say her?" Like she just went into like her journalist. Was Was it a video thing, or was she just? No, no. It was just she was recording it so we can. And I don't know, I was going on about Planned Parenthood and eugenics. Oh, it so, probably didn't go very well. So Scanlon was um, writing about abortion,
0: you say? Yeah,
1: I, it's shocking, right? Um, yes,
2: she we was. We need some clips of Billy for the next show.
0: Yeah, Scanlon, if you got anything good,
1: send it
2: over, Yes,
0: Please we'll send it, it over. Any gaps? <laughs> like,
1: I'm going to stop ranting now. It's, I just remember saying that. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: um, and then you didn't. Probably.
1: <laughs> I probably didn't. No.
0: <laughs> Alright, princesses, All right. All right, it's been fun. It like, is.
1: End this garbage right now.
0: So, um, actually, do we dare tell Lucas what we talk when we talk about snack t- snack time with Scanlan? <laughs> Probably shouldn't, I suppose. This show is already going to be banned from Edify before it even
1: starts.
2: <laughs> Aren't we still on?
4: Uh huh. <laughs> the Church Boys. I am. Uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental. Fil- my physical as well as my mental fitness
3: no religion no anything hurt the bible hurt god he's against god they're against religion bible god person woman man camera tv